I'm Emma Bartelli. I'm Mick Crenley. And, and this, this is God. Got him. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. It's a Got him uh, podcast. We got him. Got him. We're back. Uh, it's been, what, almost over a year? Almost two years now because we're coming up on January. But uh, um. <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely been a while. Huh? It, it has been a while. But we got the idea from our cousins. Yeah, shout out. They wanted to be in it, but we'll we'll give them more time, you know, maybe next season. We got some new upcoming things for next season. So stay tuned in this episode until the end so we can tell you about what's going uh going to happen next season. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, I think we should just get, you know, right into our topic for today. Right and, uh, I think our topic, well, we don't think. Uh, our topic for today is going to be Jeffrey Dahmer and um, the Dahmer TV show series on Netflix. So we'll just basically going Jeffrey over. Dahmer. Yeah, we're basically just going to be going over like what he did. Um, you know, the controversy. Behind, yeah, yeah, but who he was, the controversy behind the Netflix series, and uh, you know. Just like, just you know, it's just going over a general overview as our first episode back. So yeah, just a little background information. A little background, a little background. Okay. So, yeah, Emma, if you want to take it away, uh, after you. Thank you. All right, so Jeffrey Dahmer. Some of you may know him. Some of you may not. It's hard to not know him if you are an American. Um, I'll be real honest. So he was born May twenty first. Uh, 1960 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He was an American serial killer who, whose arrest in 1991. So, mind you, he was. He had been doing this from like the 60s or no, no, the 70s. I'm pretty sure 70, like 78 to 91. I'm pretty sure it was. Right. Um. His arrest provoked criticism of local police. And resulted in an upsurge of popular interest in serial murder and other crimes. So that's why true crime podcasts are very popular right now. It's all because of this man. Yeah, I mean, it's just like skyrocketed since this uh, TV series came out too. But just like podcasts also boosting that. But I think since the TV series, you know, it's kind of boosted them up a little bit. Right. So, he died November 28th, 1994, in Portage, Wisconsin. I'm guessing that was when he was in jail. Um, I don't think the police would have let him out three years later. Nah. So, he committed his first murder in Bell Township, Ohio, in 1978. So, you did get the year right. Okay, okay. Um, his second murder followed in 1987. So, that's a whole nine years that he waited to kill again yeah and actually sorry to interrupt but like in the show they act well not in the show but in real life too when they were interviewing them yeah they actually asked them they were like why did you wait so long and i think he said he was like he's just kind of letting it go and see what happened but i think he also said the first dude he killed he sprinkled in his backyard which is very weird and he said that he always wanted him to be with him so I guess, I don't know, maybe he just lost interest, but then he he started picking it back up again as Emma will read in a little bit. Right. 
So, after 1987 and during the next five years, he killed, uh, mostly in his birth town, another 15 boys and young men. These boys and young men were most part of the poor African-American, Asian, and Latino group. Other serial murderers had claimed far more victims than Dahmer. His crimes were particularly gruesome, um, and gruesome is just crazy with what he did. He (laughs) he participated in cannibalism, which, if no one knows, that's when you eat human flesh. I mean, that's pretty disgusting. Yeah, it's... I I can't even imagine doing that. Like, I don't understand how people can actually do that. Right, like, how do you not... Something something has to be wrong in your head for you yeah. to participate in that. Mentally. And necrophilia. In February of 1992, Dahmer was sentenced to 15 consecutive terms. So they arrested him in 1991, and he wasn't sentenced to anything until February of 1992. Yeah, uh, and actually, fun fact... Uh, when he was in prison, the way he died was that uh, he was actually killed by another prisoner. So, you know, he was either going to rot in prison or someone was going to kill him. And fortunately enough, someone got him and they smacked him over the head with a crowbar. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how, like, he didn't get the death sentence immediately. Controversially, as it may be. Yeah, I think he should have got the death. one of the people that deserved it. Yeah. Um... A 16th consecutive life sentence after the 15 he was already sentenced to was added in May for the murder he committed in 1978, his first ever murder. So the cops actually tracked him back to that murder, which is crazy. Yeah, Uh, so they didn't even know. Yeah. And uh, as Mick said, Dahmer was murdered by a fellow inmate in Wisconsin prison in 1994. The circumstances uh, of the crimes became the subject of so much controversy. Uh, people claim that the fact that Dahmer had escaped detection for so long showed that the Milwaukee police attached a low priority to investigating the disappearance of victims who are homosexual and members of racial minority groups, which is actually what Nick's going to talk about, too. Uh, Dahmer's life and crimes and the controversy and engendered by his arrest, were discussed in several books and many, many true crime podcasts now. Yeah, I mean, that just goes over, like, what a psycho this guy was. I mean, just, yeah, he's done. If we got into, like, actual what he did, it it would honestly probably, like, gross some people. I might have to put a graphic warning on this. Uh, But... Yeah, he was just like a freak and a psycho. He actually, um, he was in college, but had to drop out because of his alcoholism. So after that, he was forced into the army where he served as a combat medic, actually. Combat medic. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, because he loved apparently like dissecting stuff. And so that's why he became a combat medic. And um, he was actually discharged because he was, you know, being weird with the guys in the army. So even when he was in the army, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't free. He would uh, 
He's definitely a weirdo there, too. Uh, I mean, there's something to be said. I'm taking a psych class right now. And there has to be something to be said about um, nurture versus nature with that. Because if he was a psychopath his whole life, I mean, he has to have gotten it from his parents, right? Based on the I mean, nurture aspect of things. Something. I don't know. I don't know if, like, he hit his head when he was a kid or something. But I don't, I don't know. It was... I don't even know where he could have gotten it from. Maybe his parents, but I mean, his parents seem pretty normal when they're doing these interviews and stuff. So I don't, I don't know where he would have gotten it from. So maybe this is something to be discussed by someone more professional than us, but maybe it was by nurture and not by nature. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so Mick, I think you can uh, go on. Yeah. And- Read about the Netflix show. So, yeah, we're going to... I'll get them right into the uh, Netflix true crime series that was actually done by Netflix called Dahmer. And um, it was actually, like, Dahmer... It's called Monster and then the Jeffrey Dahmer story. But everyone just says Dahmer. Right. So, it it, it basically just retells his life. um, And, like, most of it's accurate. They actually, (laughs) like, said that, you know, some of this wasn't accurate. But uh, the person who plays Dahmer is called um, I think his name's Evan Peters. He's in a couple uh, uh, I think he was in X-Men. Yeah, he's in a couple X-Men. He's been in a lot of movies. He's been in American Horror Story too, which is yeah. I think just perfect for the role. Yeah, he was definitely I think he he always got casted as like the serial killers or the psycho roles when he would do movies. But right, so I, I think, think in, a, in a recent interview he said that uh, he was done playing the psycho Person. Yeah, he wants a more happy role because, yeah. to be honest, I think that being a psycho and playing a psycho might turn you into a psycho. So <laughs> we'll follow up on that maybe in six of the years. Yeah, a c- couple of years. We'll uh, Evan Peters, you know, kill someone. You know, we'll let you know. But um, so yeah, it's basically just retells what he did, um, the crimes, and um, it really goes into graphic detail. Like I wouldn't recommend showing your kids this because it's just. It's just bad, like, but, um, yeah, so it goes over, it's one of actually Netflix's biggest success stories, because it follows, like, everything they did, and they were working on it for a while, but, um, it's, it's, uh, it's quickly growing the popularity, you could say, mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, people just love true crime, we were actually looking at one of our episodes, and one of our highest played episodes, I think it was actually the highest played episode, was our yeah. Serial Killers episode. Um, and that episode, if nobody on this podcast that's listening right now has watched it yet, we took questions and interviewed each other, and, uh, we found out which serial killers we would be. Oh, yeah, I think I kind of remember that. It was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. We should do more stuff like that in the future, like, do a quiz or whatever. Right. Um, so, yeah, this show has actually become pretty controversial, though. Um, because, you know, they've questioned, you know, people, uh, some of the family members of the victims are saying that it has re-traumatized them. It has opened, you know, former wounds and it's, they, you know, they're just really traumatized by seeing it again. It also kind of like focuses on the racism that maybe Dahmer had. Yeah. Um, and, um. The series also came under fire after Netflix tagged it as an LGBTQ content. As a, a drama over this chose 
uh, choice arose on TikTok, and Netflix quickly removed the label. So right. it's very I, controversial. TikTok really, like... They get on it. They get on it. They, when something happens, they're yeah. on it in a snap. I mean, personally, I don't think it should be in the LGBTQ plus section. Definitely not. He targeted them specifically. I haven't yeah, watched... That's... I haven't watched any of the series just because um, I just never got around to it. But um, basically what I've seen on TikTok and Instagram and all these social media platforms is that he did target them and many minorities along with that. Yeah, he was like he would go to these gay bars and then he would bring the the guys in. This is actually in the show. He would bring the guys in. He would drug them and then he would... You know, he would rape them, and um, I don't think he would kill them. I don't know. No, I don't think he would kill them because it would be kind of hard to walk out. I think some of them maybe did die from the drugs, but eventually the dude who was running these gay bars or bathhouses, he they caught on, and he actually in the show, I don't know if this is a true story, but he walks in with a guy, and the police come, and they're searching the place, and so the dude's like, Get the hell out of here. This dude is a psycho. He's going to kill you. He drugs guys and comes in here and kills them or whatever. And so somehow he, like, like the police didn't arrest him after that. He still goes on to do all this stuff. So that just surprises me that, that the dude knew that he was doing this, called the police, but the police still didn't do anything. Well, that's actually why uh, the Milwaukee police, like, came into question. Because why, after someone would report it... Would like they not go after it, and that's also a reason why they thought Milwaukee police were like prejudice against uh, minority groups, and uh, that's why they were under fire. Yeah, um, definitely in the movie, they are definitely you can tell that they're kind of. I mean, this was back in the seventies, but you know, it was. I think the LGBTQ was, you know, I think it was gaining popularity a little bit. But people were still kind of skeptical about it, like the police in this. Um, actually, in the show, the, uh, the he actually kills and drugs a 13-year-old kid. A 13-year-old kid. And he, uh, he, uh, he actually escapes after being drugged somehow, but he can't speak because he's been drugged. Like, he dr- I'm going to just go into the graphic detail here. He drilled a hole into his head and poured acid in it. Wow. And- the kid was actually still able to get up and like walk. So he ran down the hall and the neighbors actually saw him and they brought him out and the police were called and Jeff was actually out getting beer at the time. So he comes back around the corner and the police are there and they're like, Hey, what's, what's wrong with this kid? And, um, the kid's 13, but Jeff says, Oh, it's my boyfriend. Um, you know, he's 21 or something, something above the age of 18, I think. And, um, the, the police believe that somehow. I don't know. He's clearly has blood all over him. But um, so then the police go into this apartment and of course his apartment stinked. But uh, Jeff tries to play it off by saying, you know, something raw meat. But then he also tries to get them out of there by saying, oh, there's a lot of gay stuff in there. So the police don't go in because of that, because they're like, oh, gay stuff. We don't mess with that. So right. I think I mean, it was this was this was the 70s 80s whatever. Yeah, so yeah. Times were different, way different. Yeah. And so I think the police were definitely on their fire for that and um cuz they didn't do anything about that that kid definitely maybe could have been saved. 
but we we wouldn't know because the police didn't do anything about it. Right. Um, and then here's like a little overview on how some of the families of the victims have responded. Um, some of them have even gone to court. I'm pretty sure. Um, so the show was subject to criticism almost immediately after its release. Uh, most prominent among its detractors is Rita is Isbell, the sister to Errol Lindsay, who is one of Dahmer's victims. Isbell also gave an emotionally charged victim impact statement at the killer's 1992 sentencing. She wrote a personal essay essay for Insider in which she detailed that she watched part of the show and was bothered. Isabel's statement was recreated to add dramatic effect to the show, and she was played by actor Deshaun Barrys. She wrote, I was never contracted about the show. I feel like Netflix should have asked if we mind or how we felt about making. They didn't ask me anything. They just did it. Isabel added, but I'm not money hungry, and that's what this show is about. Netflix trying to get paid. Right. And I was actually just about to say that it seems like Netflix doesn't really care. Like, they're just trying to get money, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, I think Netflix should have been asked by the families, like, is this okay to post this and everything? Because you got to think of it from their perspective. They see the show Dahmer, and they're like, my family member was killed by this guy. Why is he getting put onto a platform? Why are we giving him a platform and letting him get a story told more to more people? And it's really disheartening to the family members because imagine having your like loved one be killed by someone and then he's getting more famous and Netflix is making money off a series that their family member was killed by. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, it's an overall thing that Netflix is honestly just trying to get money out of. But, I mean, the guy was a psycho anyway. So, I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't think anybody would support this guy. Like, he's a weirdo. If you support Dahmer, then there's something seriously wrong with you. Yeah, I don't, I would get you checked out or something because this is like... He's just, like, an absolute weirdo. And once you watch the show, you'll see how much, like, effed up things he did. It was so bad. They actually showed, like, some of the stuff. Like, he would cut off people's heads and oh. it's – yeah, it was – and he would f- keep it in the freezer. Like, this and that, dude was – I mean, that's why his place smelled like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely wasn't the smartest killer, but, you know, the police just didn't do anything and they just let it go, so – but, um, yeah, I mean, definitely I think we covered the basics here. Um, and then next week, week uh, we'll definitely have an episode about um, – won't give it away, but it's going to be a, another kind of, I guess, true crime. It is yeah. a homicide, um, and it was actually recently just covered, and uh, they're actually going to be doing something on it, the news. So won't give you too much, but uh, definitely expect another uh, true crime episode next week. Yeah, so this episode, episode 10 of season 1, is going to be our last episode for season 1. So we have a new season coming. Um, In this new season, we are going to have different segments to do. 
we uh, are probably going to have a new intro and we might uh, try and see if we can do a video style for this. But we'll see. And it's the next episode should be out next Saturday. Yeah, around next Saturday. Um, but yeah, we're definitely excited to get back into this. Uh, me and Emma were actually looking back and just crazy how much like we've changed in the last two years. Like my voice has definitely changed. We've yeah, definitely changed. You probably can't a... even recognize him based on no intro yeah. and then going into this because it's just it's a whole new person. Yeah, but um, that just shows you how long we've waited. But it's just kind of been hard, and you know, with holidays and school and stuff and family, you know. But, um, right, we don't always have free time like this, but yeah. luckily we were able to pencil it into our schedule. And uh, our new season, we are going to be posting weekly uh, podcasts. So it's going to be an episode every single Saturday, uploaded at 8 a.m. And this gives us time where we have the whole week to record, right? And... Uh, we're not going to be, like, forced into making an episode every night, which is hard, especially with school. Yeah, I think definitely we should just keep the Friday because most of the time we're not, like, really doing anything on Friday nights because we've been in school all week, so we're kind of exhausted. And plus we're coming back from our grandmoms, so we're definitely exhausted. So I think it's the perfect time to make an episode. And then we upload it on Saturday, so perfect timing. Um, I think that pretty much clears it for this episode. Definitely, yeah. Definitely a good episode to post. And definitely can't wait for it to be up. All right. Um, so we'll see you next week, definitely. See you next week, yep. And uh, thanks for everyone. If you tuned back in, hopefully you didn't lose too much interest. But uh, shout out to all the, the people who are still listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, if there is any, but I, I'm sure there will still be a couple. Uh, All right. But yeah, thank you guys for listening in, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode. Tune in tomorrow for another one.